Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome, I'm Shane Dema, and this week's Zen Bite focuses on psychological safety. Now, the term psychological safety was coined by Harvard, Harvard Business School professor Amy Edmondson. And she defines it as a shared belief that the team is safe for interpersonal risk-taking. Now, establishing a climate of psychological safety allows space for people to speak up and share their ideas. And establishing norms is critical to success and participation as speaking out is actually less important than how we react and respond to other team members. Now, an effective team values psychological safety just as much as they do physical safety and meeting company performance standards. In fact, in Maslow's hierarchy, safety is considered a basic human need. Think about that. So why is psychological safety so important at work? Well, for one, it enhances employee engagement. So when team members feel safe at work, it's really easier for them to participate in team meetings, solve problems, collaborate on projects, and engage with their customers and peers. It also fosters an inclusive workspace culture. Safe workspaces allow all team members to flourish, regardless of gender, color, race, background, or political preferences. It inspires creativity and ideas. In order for creativity and ideas to flow organically, team members must feel safe expressing themselves. It improves employee well-being as well. Because when employees are mentally healthy, that is psychologically safe, it's much easier for them to perform at an optimal level and avoid the stressors that keep them from doing their best. Further, creating a psychologically safe space or safe workplace is one of the best ways to inspire team members to constantly brag about the company. I mean, team members couldn't help but gush about how wonderful work is when they're being treated right, of course. It also, induce, it also reduces employee turnover. I mean, why leave a company that treats you with respect and makes you feel safe and valued? High employee turnover isn't sustainable for successful businesses as the exorbitant costs that come with finding, interviewing, hiring, and training team members, among other costs, is unsustainable. And a psychologically safe workplace boosts team performance. 
when you've got highly engaged employees that don't want to leave, an inclusive workplace culture, brand ambassadors, inspired ideas, and healthy employees, well, you've got yourself a winning recipe for boosting team performance. So let's look at the four stages of psychological safety. Stage one is inclusion safety. And at this level, it refers to satisfying the basic human need of connecting and belonging. In this first stage, you'll feel safe and accepted to be who you are, quirks and all. Stage two is learner safety. Now in this stage, you feel safe to learn, ask questions, and experiment. And you feel open to giving and receiving feedback. You even feel safe to make mistakes, and that's extremely important, especially in the agile atmosphere. Stage three is contributor safety. At this point, you finally feel safe to make a valuable contribution using your skills and gifts. And stage four, challenger safety. This stage, which is the final stage, involves feeling safe enough to challenge the status quo when you see an opportunity for change or improvement. Also extremely important for innovation. So how do you go about creating a psychologically safe workplace? Well, first you wanna practice genuine curiosity. Ask team members to weigh in with their thoughts and expertise. This is especially important to practice at times in which their opinions may challenge your thinking. Dive deep, ask questions, and also ask for feedback from other team members too. And don't assume team members are wrong just because you disagree. Yours isn't the only perspective. Two, recognize courageous acts. So when a team member shows vulnerability by offering a new idea, asking a question, or sharing a mistake, it's important to praise, acknowledge, and appreciate these acts of courage. The worst thing you can do is make a team member feel embarrassed, unheard, or undervalued after expressing vulnerability. Three, promote respect. Now if a team member engages in undermining, shaming, or any behavior that discourages others from speaking up, such as saying, that doesn't make any sense, don't condone or ignore this behavior. Intervene and share how much statements can impede creativity and innovation, including the sharing of concerns, ideas, and questions. Number four, you want to lead by example. You can't expect team members to perform a certain way or feel safe if you don't lead by example, right? So this means apologizing when you make a mistake, demonstrating considerate communication, showing empathy, and asking for help when you need it. Number five is embrace vulnerability. 
Leaders owning their vulnerability and fallibility is a mark of true strength. A willingness to improve and a recipe for encouraging open and honest feedback. Now, when leaders acknowledge their own fallibility, it allows the team and the organization to learn and improve. It also creates a space for others to admit their own and models that ownership of mistakes is valued by the company. This is even truer when it comes to remote work. Now, number six, foster candid conversation. So pay attention to how teams operate. Is everyone given an opportunity to speak up? Are some more silent than others? Work to foster equal speaking time for everyone. Use icebreakers in calm environments to quickly get over any awkwardness or tension. Consider having company outings or virtual hangouts so team members can feel safe and free to let their guard down and be themselves. And it's also a great time to get to know each other on a deeper level. Number seven, hold retrospectives. So holding retrospectives following major projects creates a norm of learning and growing. And it gives the team space to acknowledge mistakes, wins, and opportunities to develop. Give everyone a role so that all team members feel safe enough to analyze and critique what went right and what went wrong. Take it a step further by recording everyone's thoughts and creating a template or improved system for future projects. Number eight, empower from a place of privilege. If you're someone who isn't underrepresented in your community, make efforts to leverage your privilege to empower the underrepresented, the underrepresented colleagues. Examples of this include highlighting team members' accomplishments among others and recommending them for high visibility assignments and projects. Sustained visible support is equally important. For example, volunteer to sponsor an employee resource group and attend the events hosted by the employee resource groups, whether or not you are the sponsor. This shows actual interest and appreciation that can help you build trust. Creating an environment of psychological safety takes conscious awareness and a commitment to learning new behaviors, but the trade-off is more than worth it and, of course, necessary. So there you have it. Psychological safety. Now, I want to thank you for joining me. I look forward to next week. But until then, stay clear, focused, and, of course, on purpose. Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 